Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. Back in 1865, a man by the name of William Dix, he wrote a Christmas carol. And that Christmas carol that he wrote posed a question that spawned many, many different answers, a myriad of answers. Well, what was the question? We just sang it. What child is this? What child is this? What were some of the questions? What were some of the answers? Well, what child is this? Some say he was a teacher. A good teacher. But does a good teacher claim to be God? Some say he was a good example. A wonderful example. A moral, good moral individual. Moral values and character. But does a good moral person hang with prostitutes, junkers, and tax collectors, and dirty politicians? Think about it. Some say, well then, you know, maybe he was a, a religious fake. If he was a religious fake, then you know what? Religious fakes, they die. And they don't live again. Some said he was a phantom. But a phantom doesn't have a body to crucify or blood to shed. Some say he was a myth. But does a myth calculate how we tell time? Does he set the calendar for time? And the answer is no. See, he's none of those. Well then, what is he? What child is this? The better question is this. How do we determine what child is this? If you think about it, go back, for example, someone like George Washington. How would you know what person he is if you just looked at his birth? You couldn't. You'd have to know his life, his accomplishments, his achievements, his character over a period of time. And then you find out who he is. But every time we celebrate Christmas, of course, we go back to the babe in the manger. But to really find out who this child is, what child is this, we need to go to the book of Revelation. Because in the book of Revelation, it reveals to us some things that he even said about himself. So that we can really know who he is. And I'm going to share with you three perspectives this evening, briefly, that will help us better understand what child is this. So we go to the book of Revelation, chapter 22 and verse 13. Look at what it says. I am... Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So this is from the alphabetical perspective, metaphorically speaking. Who is he? The Alpha and Omega speaks of his deity. What he is saying is, I'm God. Alpha and Omega, that's the Greek alphabet from the beginning to the end, everything in between. If you think about it, if you just were to consider this, the Encyclopedia Britannica has 32 volumes. Each volume has 1,375,000 words. Together, they make up 44 million words. 
That's a lot, wouldn't you say? But the Bible tells us that in him is hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That means anything you can calculate, anything you can come up with in your mind, that's who he is. From A to Z. Alpha to Omega. Beginning in the end. He's the first. He's the last. He's everything. Look in the book of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 7. What it says. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. Can you imagine the book that God has? To do thy will, O God. It was already recorded, already written. He came as it was written and told to do what he was to do. So Jesus, we know, is, according to what he even stated, he is the Alpha and the Omega in the beginning and the end. But also in the book of John, we know, he made some definite I am statements about himself. He said, I am the bread of life. He said, I am the true vine. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. I am the door to the sheep. And the list goes on and on. I am the good shepherd. That's who he said he is. So when we've come to celebrate this evening, we're celebrating alphabetically the Alpha and the Omega. He was before all things and all things consist by him. In John's Gospel, chapter 1, it's very clear told to us by the Apostle. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not made anything that was made that's pretty concise, wouldn't you say? And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Can you imagine that statement? The Word became flesh. The Word. How important is the Bible? How important is the Word of God? Oh my goodness. We can't measure it. Can't calculate it. But alphabetically speaking, He is the great I Am. He is the wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. Everything that's written, we can keep on and going and going and going because he's the great I am. Secondly, botanically, there's another way you can determine who he is. And botanically, look in the book of Revelation chapter 22 and verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root, botanically, the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. The first part, he's the root and the offspring of David. Isn't this something that we see a babe in the manger and we have already recorded for us all his genealogy, all the way back his lineage, all the way back to Adam. Can you imagine that? 23andMe would have a high time with that, wouldn't it? All the way back, and you see in the book of Luke, we have it recorded through, through uh, Nathan to David. In the book of Matthew, we have it recorded from Joseph to David. Two lines go all back to David. To show us how the importance of him being of the root of David. Why is that important? Because you see, this speaks of his humanity. Alphabetically, we're speaking of his deity. Botonically, we're speaking of his humanity. He was of the lineage of David. He had to come out of David. The Solomon Kingly line was ruined because of sin. But it was only a diversion and a decoy. So that God can work out his great plan of salvation and Mary goes all the way back to David through Nathan. Joseph goes all the way back to David through who? Solomon, the kingly guy. So once again, we see here we've got this child that's born 
is the Alpha and the Omega deity. He is also the Son of Man, meaning his humanity, born of the Virgin Mary, the one spoken of by the prophets. And then also in Luke's Gospel chapter, let's look at Matthew first of all, 22. This is uh, something that was asked of, uh, that Jesus actually asked. He asked a hundred questions. People got around him, they didn't want to answer his questions any after he talked like this to them. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say to him, The son of David. He said unto them, Well, then how does David in spirit call him Lord? Saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool. If David then called him Lord, how is he his son? And no man was able to answer him a word. You see, if they had to accept that, if they believed that, they would have to believe in the incarnation. And they didn't want to go there. You see, calling him Lord, he calls him Lord. Why? That's speaking of deity. And son, he's the son because he came through David. That's his natural heritage and lineage. So we've got the son of God. We've got the son of man. We've got the redeemer that came through the right channel. And then look at Luke's gospel, chapter 2. Also in verse 25, when we think about the, the scene here, we think about the manger scene and what took place on that first night when Christ was born. You know, we have the shepherds, we have the angels, we have uh, the wise men and, and all that. We've got all the fanfare that's surrounded all that. And that's wonderful. It's a great thing. But there's no figurine of a man named Simeon. Sometimes he's obscure. He's left out. But if you want to find out who this child really is, look at this. Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought him in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms. This is before anything, up in his arms and blessed him and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. From mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all the people, a light to the light in the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. So long before the shepherds came, before the wise men came, before any of that took place on the night he was born, this man was told he would not die until he saw the Lord's Christ. And when that child was brought in and presented to him, he knew it was Christ. So who is this child? He's the Son of God. He's deity. He's at the root of David. He's humanity. And then what about astronomically? Look in the book of Revelation 22 and verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. Now notice this last part. And the bright and morning star. That's speaking of royalty. Deity, humanity, and royalty. You think when those shepherds looked and saw the face of that child that they were looking into the face of deity, humanity, and royalty all wrapped in one? In the book of Numbers 24, we could see it here clearly. When it says, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob and a scepter. Notice the word star and scepter 
shall rise out of Israel and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy all the children of Sheth. This is speaking of the monarchs. This is speaking of royalty. And so when we see Jesus saying he is the bright, the morning star, he's talking about he's the king. Royalty. He's deity, humanity, and royalty. You see, he came as an infant. He came as a child the first time. But he spoke of his second coming when he's coming again. And I guarantee you, he's not coming as an innocent baby. He's coming as the king of kings and the Lord of lords to wrap things up. Matter of fact, look at the book of Revelation chapter 19 where it's revealed to us. And I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. So, if you think about it, if you go back to George Washington, that's as far back as you could go as to when he was born. But when you go back to Jesus, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And all thing was, everything was made, that was made, was made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. We have the history Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman. So if we really looked at this child and say, what child is this? This is the seed of the woman. Praise God. This is the fourth man in a burning fire furnace. This is the one who's coming back riding on a right horse. This is the Lamb of God. This is the King of Kings. This is the Lord of Lords. This is the Everlasting Father. This is the Prince of Peace. This is the Mighty God. We can go on and say that he's the Savior, he's the Redeemer, he's the Healer, he's our Baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire, he's our Protector, he's our Provider, praise God. He's the one that the devil could not snuff out, Herod could not kill, he's the one the grave could not hold him down, praise God, for he re was released from the grave. He is the I Am, the Great I Am, he is the Mighty One, the Holy One of Israel. He is God manifest in the flesh. He is our Redeemer. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the Lord of glory who's coming again. Let's stand and give him a praise offering.